If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to the Three Red Lights Podcast. This is episode 141. We're I'm back. Your, we're back. This is, this is take two. I'm your host, Eric Bredvig. It is past 6.15 in the evening in the office, and yet uh, still still here we are, about to start a podcast. I'm mm-hmm. here with Ryan Clements. How's it going? And David Clayman. Yep. Why are we all still here? For different reasons. Why are you here, Dave? I don't know, man. It's sort of like we're the, the Lord of the Rings crew of IGN, because right now like I have a bow and arrow. And I'm here to to make that happen. A bow and okay. arrow. And, I thought you were gonna say something else. And and you have like a explicit. You have like an explicit. Axe. Oh, is this an explicit podcast? This is now? an explicit podcast. It's an urban. Also, and we're oh, urban oh, and man. explicit. Yeah. So urban watch out. Explicit. Watch out. Okay. So yes, I was just making the the Lord of the Rings. You know, it's really not very urban. Yeah. It's not. I mean, we were just looking at naked people, basically beforehand. That's made That's up. That's what we were doing. That's made up. We weren't doing any of that. Mm-hmm. Naked digital people wasn't real people. Oh no, no, that's not made up. We were looking at naked people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I forgot. We were. <laughs> <laughs> Way to make me look sketchy. That's made up. I don't know what you guys were doing. We were we were screening a video that's got, that's got nudity in it for IGN. Yes, um, and we're gonna have to uh, pixelate the nudity. You'll see. Oh, you'll yeah, see yeah, it tomorrow. Yeah. You'll see it whenever. Pixelated. Whenever it eventually happens. Or or happens. I don't even, see, I don't even feel compelled to swear right now because all the podcasts I've been on have yeah, never I, been I might explicit. Be able, I might be able to, you know, get you in, get the creative juices flowing. All right, in. I'm ready. This morning, yeah. at about two in the morning, uh-huh. Microsoft and Epic put out the very first Gears of War 3 trailer. Oh, yep. man. Yeah. Didn't someone fall asleep when they were trying to watch that to see the trailer at our office? That, I, th- I could have sworn I heard somebody telling a story where, like, yeah, that, I tried yeah, to watch, and that was I Sin, fell asleep. Oh, Sin, <laughs> one of our designers, so he, he tried to stay up to watch Jimmy Fallon, and he fell asleep. <laughs> it wasn't the game's fault. It was more yes, Jimmy Fallon. It was the late night. It was the timing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
who air, who announces a video game on live TV at two in the morning? It, it was Cliff so Bozinski. He did it. That was I, I know. I'm just saying. Microsoft it was more rhetorical. loves to do it. <laughs> they love to do it because so many times I've you know been up at two in the morning while they send out videos because they decided to do it on some TV show at three in the morning because they. Oh, it's gonna be on Rachel Ray. I think she's got <laughs> she's got huge viewership. Huge. At, on, fr- on Friday at three in the morning. Wow. We're looking for that casual market. That casual market <laughs> at three in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. We, we want to we want to get the farthest reach possible. So we want to put it on Friday at one in the morning mm-hmm. when when everybody's out at everybody's a bar. Just waiting for that trailer. Yes. So what do you think of the trailer, Ryan? Uh, so I've I've only seen the second half of it twice because both times I looked over somebody's <laughs> shoulder when they started the trailer. It was halfway done. So I only saw up until. Fuck. I only see the part where uh, the the girl soldier, whatever oh. her name is, puts uh, the gun in. Anya? Yeah. You really the... don't follow this game too much. Right? I follow it. I know all the characters. What kind of gun was she putting in the hand? It's a Lancer. It's a Pendulum Lancer. It's a new gun. Bam. Wrong. Doesn't It does not have a chainsaw. <gasps> it's got just an old-fashioned bayonet on it. Oh, lame. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine stabbing him up with that? You have to it's pack the powder in there, too, and fire a musket ball. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, is there like a 15-second minigame where you have to mash the button to <laughs> pack the powder? So it looks like Gears of War 3 is going the Halo route because now they're introducing a third alien faction. Right. Called and then the, everyone's going to be at war. They're going to be called the Booger Monsters, I believe. The third alien faction, <laughs> if if you follow video games really closely, you'll notice that they're always boogers. Yep. Yep. Okay. It's always good versus the evil. The halo with the yep. flood. Yep. Good versus right. evil. Boogers come in and kill them all. Okay. And then it, the boogers unite everyone because nobody likes boogers. Oh, you guys <laughs> think that's what's actually going to happen? Locust and mankind get together? Yep. Yeah. It shows. Oh, yeah. So I here, where did the boogers come from, though? That's my quick, big question. Those yeah, because – so the people were above ground. Mm. The locusts were were below ground, and then the boogers were like further below ground. Further, further. They below were the ground. locust for the locust, basically. Yeah. yeah. Huh. I don't know. If that must how... have really sucked for them. They were called the lament when they where they were really deep down in earth, and they were like getting together, scheming. They're like, hey guys, there are those asshole locusts up there. <laughs> we're gonna burst them. up. We're gonna burst up, and we're just gonna take all their shit, and we're gonna have the awesome above ground. It's gonna be so great. And then they burst up, and they're like, oh fuck. <laughs> up there. We still gotta go take those assholes out too. Imagine this though. Imagine all the locusts had burst up on emergence day the same time the lambent burst up below them, right? And there's nobody there. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise! It would have been even better if the humans had burst into space. They took over the moon. <laughs> they took over the moon. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> nice planning, Barry. Oh, it's like the one guy in the corner. <laughs> guy just sitting there with yeah. his gun. Yeah, oh, that's, that's the gear they don't talk about, Barry. <laughs> I, I, I've actually Barry. kind of imagined one of the booger monsters was named Barry. Oh, one of the boogers. And it had planned the attack on that day. Yeah. And they were really Good upset job, about General it. Barry. <laughs> Good job, General Barry. General Booger Barry. Sorry, guys. Yeah, General Booger Barry. Barry was definitely not. That's going to be my new like hero, though, General Boogerberry. <laughs> oh, yeah. So what else is new? We got the, the Halo Reach beta coming soon. Mm-hmm. Oh, that tra- mm-hmm. the trailer, though. There was more in the trailer, though. There was, oh, uh, I didn't talk about Gears more. Yeah, no, actually, there wasn't that much more in the trailer. Anya, that's it. Anya, babes. Anya. Girls, girls Anya. are coming in. Anya is out. That was hello, politely, in Korean. <laughs> Little known fact, Anya's name in Korean is... Something. Hello. Hello. Politely. Yes. So are we well, all excited for the Halo Reach beta? Yes. Mm, yeah. I don't care sure. about anything else. 
May 3rd. Sarcasm or for reals? No, for reals. Oh, okay. People on the boards are like, I think Battlefield's better. I think Call of Duty is better. And I'm like, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to play Halo. Because that's better. Yeah, it is it's very good. It's got lasers. And jetpacks. And that's jet actually, Halo has always been one of the only first-person shooters where I have absolutely cherished the multiplayer in. I I mean, I, I love a lot of first-person shooters. I just, for some reason, I've never gotten into the multiplayer scene. Because they're boring. Because of... they're boring. Because you shoot guys in the face and it's boring and you do the same thing over and over again. I th- that's yeah, I think it's actually be. Yeah, but this has jetpacks. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think sure, sure. Halo, you shoot stuff in the face too. Right, but it's got energy swords and jetpacks. Jet sticky grenades. And flying motorcycles. <laughs> um, but, uh, How are you going to win that argument? Exactly. How are you going to win that argument? The physics, I was. Who was I talking to about physics recently? It was one of you guys, right? Physics. Yeah. Kill. Where physics always makes everything more enjoyable over, over the long term. I was talking with both of you guys it was when we were running where uh it was yeah it's just that when you can create randomness in a video game that's what makes it really entertaining because then you never know what's going to happen something crazy might happen so and then you get it on film that is what's really fun about halo is that you never it's always so crazy yeah and you like you put in call of duty the the knife throws right the one hit kills with a knife throw what's the coolest thing that happened immediately Crazy cross map knife throw one hit kill right. Yeah. The weirdest thing you can do. Yes. And that's the weirdest thing you can do. That's not that weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of that like happens this. every day in Halo. Oh, every that's that's day. the most boring <laughs> thing. Yeah. You're like, oh, people are throwing pack. knives even though that that weapon doesn't exist in the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, I was in a jetpack and I had a rocket launcher and I sent some guy into the stratosphere. That's like the most boring thing that could happen. Yeah. That's still. I mean, I uh, my. My vision of why Halo is amazing can all be boiled down to the one moment when I was having one of those classic, outrageous 8-person or 16-person LAN parties for the original one. Was it only two Xboxes networked together or th- or four? Four. It was four. If you were going to get 16 players, yeah. yeah. Anyway, it was either uh, – I forgot. It was a ton of people. We were playing Capture the Flag, Blood Gulch, the, the absolute most classic multiplayer experience you can have with Halo. No. Yes, Pistols, totally true. hang them high. No, whatever. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Anyway. <laughs> no, dude, wrong. Dude, my, my friend's running. You're uh, not having a good time. Running with, the fl- <laughs> running with the flag towards the base, all right? Uh, the there, this is like the winning point. This is you know us screaming at each other for hours. Right, we're finally about to win. Some dude with a rocket launcher gets up and and like and fires the rocket. And it's gonna just ruin our entire plan and destroy everything. And my friend suddenly comes barreling with a warthog like overhill and actually just intentionally flies in front of the rocket and blocks the <laughs> rocket. And, it just, and the warthog goes flying. And everybody's like, oh yeah! And that was how the the match won. I'll never forget that. So for, classic for you. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes. yes. Sacrificial warthog jumps these, equals awesome. Halo brilliance. These games, they implement their points and their unlocking and all that crap. No. If the game's fun in the first place, you don't need that garbage. It Although they're going to have all of that in Halo Reach. Which yeah, makes it, it. I mean, it's cool. <laughs> I, love, I love being able to unlock stuff. Mm-hmm. But if it's fun from the start, yeah, yep. for sure. Why not? Unlocking is dumb. Oh, really? Yeah. You really. don't like So you don't like Mass Effect fun? Because leveling up is basically like character unlocks. Here's the thing. I like I love unlocking things. Unlocking is great. I don't like it when I start a game and somebody else is way better than me because they unlock more stuff. All right. Yeah, that's fine. I don't like I it when really I start a game and anybody's better than me. I got I got frustrated. Although I, I think I hate Street Fighter. <laughs> although I think Bad Company Two is a great game, I got really frustrated when I first started playing it. And you play as the medic, you have to unlock the med kit. When you're playing as a medic, I was like, come on. 
I'm the worst medic ever. I don't even have a medic. <laughs> <laughs> medic! I'm here, but I can't do anything. I'm um, sorry. Um, uh, somebody help! <laughs> medic! Is there a real medic? <laughs> You're going to be okay. You don't even have any equipment. You're going to die. I'm not going to lie to you. You're fucking dead, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was lying. I can't help you. I'm just fucking with you. You're dead. I'm <laughs> so dead. I have fatigues and my boots. Uh, I got a machine gun. I have yes. this pistol. Um, I can shoot you. You'd like me to Team kill you? Are, are you, are you in that. pain? I could take you out of your misery. Yeah, I could kill you. That might help. Come on, let me just shoot that wounded limb off. <laughs> why would you Why would you make a medic with nothing? You're not a medic. Your class should be oh, nothing. Yeah, you're no class. You're class jerk ass. I have nothing. <laughs> what are you playing as? The jerk ass, because I just bought this game and I didn't pre-order it. <laughs> um, what else happened? Splinter Cell came out today. How are we? As have you guys played that yet? I played a bunch of it this weekend. Do you like it? Yeah, yeah. I, like I want to play it. Is this the type of thing where I have actually and tragically never touched a Splinter Cell game before? Maybe like once. Mm. Well, I just, I just will have no idea what's happening. Here's what no, you because do. the story has always been not really existent in Splinter Cell. So yeah. like, you're a super spy, hide in the shadows. Okay. And now this one, it's like you were a former super spy. Just hide in the shadows everybody. again. Yeah. No, no, you don't. Here's the thing. You start playing it like classic Splinter Cell, and you can. You can sit there hiding in the shadows and doing all that. And then once you get seen, you realize you can just run around with a machine gun and just mow everybody down. Mm, mm, and they, mm. th as long as you're not slow, as long as you don't stand in one place, you can just run around killing everybody. Mm. Yeah. What about you, Clayman? Enjoy it so far? I don't know. I haven't touched oh, okay. it. Haven't I'm looking it. forward to it, though, because the last one was a abomination. <laughs> It's a good game. Yeah. I had fun with it. But okay. the one, be but the one before it, that was I'm awesome. I'm having fun with it. Mm. One okay. before that was awesome. So maybe they're just doing like an every other game is good type of pattern. No, no. I mean, it's a great series on the whole. It's just that the jump to 360 was not good. Okay. Because gotcha. uh, <laughs> actually the, the Xbox version that came out of Double Agent was really good. And the 360 version was just like totally pared down to nothing. It was not good. Yet. All right. You know, good some games know. came out when 360 came out, and they just didn't have the feature set to right. be really good, and that was it. Okay. That was one of those. So, yeah, this looks awesome. <sighs> gotcha. What else? We got anything else? Uh, uh, what are you playing, Clements? Playing started games? Playing, finally started. All right, so here's I, – I don't want to take us on too long of a uh, tangent, but I finally started playing Mass Effect 2. And uh, because I had absolutely finally beat the first one, and I know I'm super late, but I tried to play that game so many times, and as Brudvig can tell the listeners, I had a really hard time playing that game because I think it has a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of problems. And I actually had started playing when it first came out, stopped because I couldn't stand it, tried again, stopped out of boredom, and tried one last time, and, that, and this is the time that I beat it. It's really so. tough to play. Did you start midway through the second time and then got bored, or did you start from the beginning? No, I started from the beginning the second time. Yeah. That's that's always I, tough because you're replaying stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's and you I know I, I got bored yeah. like af it was uh, like a good chunk after that I, I got through the section I had already played before. Mm. And and please don't get me wrong that I fully recognize the awesome things Bioware is doing with that game. I actually really appreciate certain parts of that game, and I will tell you right now. Am I, can I talk about spoilers with that game? Is it has been it Mass Effect long one? enough? Yeah, the first one. Yeah. We're about to talk about Mass Effect 1, so fast forward five minutes if you don't want to. Yeah, don't uh, not, maybe not even five minutes. But or if you're in the car, just take just it straight, <laughs> straight into a concrete barrier. <laughs> Never! <laughs> or, or just turn the podcast off. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> or turn it so loud you can't understand our words. <laughs> Your ears are bleeding. <laughs> At least I won't know what happened in the first Mass Effect. All right, so here's what I've, when I finally pushed aside my 
terrible and utter dislike for certain mechanical systems in Mass Effect, and I just accepted how awesome parts of it were. And it happened hours before the ending, tragically. So the like 20 hours I had played before then were like pulling teeth for me. But right at the end, when you are sort of trying to catch up with Saren on um, Ios, is that what the planet is called? That last planet. Uh, Elos. Elos, yeah, Elos or whatever. Elos or Elos or something. And you're driving down and you're... I was about to call the Warthog. <laughs> the, the, the futuristic it's Warthog. The, it's pretty much the, the Warthog. Warthog. And you're, you're driving down, you're trying to hunt down Saren. Saren's like just about to cause absolute galactic destruction. Everything's getting really intense. Could jump into a rocket. Could <laughs> jump into a rocket. And you suddenly get stopped. And you're like, you know, I was actually really like kind of stressed out because I was like, oh my God, I really need to catch Saren. Like I was mm-hmm. kind of into it at that point. And you suddenly get stopped. And you go down that little side pathway deep into like this nestled – it was the most – it was the one time I truly felt sheltered in that game because it's like this far-off planet. Nobody knows about it. You got trapped suddenly in and you go down a pathway and there's a, an effing like, like partially destroyed AI from like 50,000 years yeah. ago mm-hmm. that you have this awesome conversation with. It's the, it was the coolest moment for me. And like that whole interchange that, that Shepard has with, with Vigil – and and like just and he's basically describing like yeah I've been around here for thousands of years and I'm basically killing people off trying to survive just so I can tell somebody how to beat this thing. Mm-hmm. That was the coolest thing to me. I was like, well, that's awesome. And that like that was the one redeeming moment I had with that game where I was like. And then you had to finish the fight because you got that. Fight. And then I finished <laughs> the fight. And then Mass Effect Two is the most amazing thing ever because I think they fixed everything that I had a problem with in the first one. But you got to admit that conversation with Sovereign. When you first meet the Reaper, that was awesome, too. <laughs> you know, I actually started laughing when he got to his line, yeah. which you had spoiled for me years ago. <laughs> Just because people have been screaming it in the office yes. for about two years. Yes. Vanguard of your destruction. Someone made you. I can unmake you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that, that conversation was also awesome. There are moments in that game where I am blown away by the writing. I give so much. The, my problems with the game are purely mechanical. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I have very little problem with how that, the game's story and characters function and their writing. It's, I think it's great. Good stuff. Plus, you can hit on your secretary. And in the second one, yeah. which yeah. I did by accident. As we were discussing, I always, you can get her to feed your fish. That, that uh, oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be fun. Oh, yeah. No more spoilers. I wouldn't have known that. Space fish, <laughs> space fish. Yeah. But um, she's not very good the, at it, though. That's actually yeah. one of the things that I, I kind of laugh at is that sometimes I'll choose one of the dialogue options, and because Shepard says something different than what's listed there, I'm often surprised by it. And this is often the case when one of the options sounds much more pleasant and well, like good. You know, they're catering to the average person, not the super duper polite person like you are. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is, is that, like, you know, one of them was once, at, at some point it said something like, that would be unwise, or yeah. it was like, you know, a, and you a punch mile. the guy in the crotch. <laughs> and then, and then yeah. it's like a period, there's even, there's, it's not even like there's an exclamation point. I pick it, and she's like, I'm going to fuck you up, or something. <laughs> and I was like, well, that was not what I wanted to say. That was it. But anyway, yeah. Great game. The Ryan Clements version of Mass Effect 2 would be boring as hell. Yeah, well, whatever. Howdy, how are you doing? Can I do <laughs> anything for me, you? Sorry to bother you. <laughs> well, these options uh, are all the same. Don't, don't mean to interrupt. <laughs> like, all, all six options are don't mean to interrupt. Excuse me, I don't mean this. to interrupt, but um, do you see all the man is in danger? Sovereign is about to destroy the, gal- the galaxy. And, uh, polite explanation is just all of the options. I don't want to do a polite the, the game is 75 hours long because it's just you explaining. The, the story to everybody you meet. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Listen. So there's this guy suffering. He's not really a guy. He's kind of like this AI ship. Thing. <laughs> I'm just a janitor. Please leave me alone. Oh, a janitor. That sounds like a difficult job. 
<laughs> Are you a space janitor or just a normal janitor that lives in space? <laughs> Whatever. Polite's the way to go. All right. We're going to try to keep this podcast short. Because um, it so, sucks. So, yeah, it sucks. And, and ready, Whatever. My stories have been home. highly entertaining. It's, it's almost 7 o'clock here. Oh, whoa. I got to go. What time is it? It's 6.35. That's not even close. <laughs> it's almost. We're moving on to we're moving. If you're on listening, that is the time right now for you too, by the way. The time is. <laughs> <laughs> we can see into your mind. All right. Um Yeah, Adam Dimitri. I don't know, I can't Dimitri. really pronounce that last name. D M Y T R I W needs to buy a vowel. Whoa. <laughs> Adam, you need to buy a vowel. Sorry to insult your family. I don't know what your question was, but the answer is buy a vowel. You're welcome. Bye. He says, hey, TRL, also, what's the deal with new Gears of War 3 trailer? They finally introduce a female gunfighter, and they end it with brothers till the end. Good effort, Epic. Hmm. You can be point. a female brother. Bro? Not really, though. It's kind of weird. It would have been funny if they just did the whole thing and then ended it with bros before hoes. <laughs> <laughs> and for the first time, female cops. Bros, bros before hoes. And then the, ho- the bros fades out and it just says hoes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Um, yeah, but they didn't say if you'd actually play as her. You know, because they're like. You have to. Yeah, but it's Dom and Marcus. And Baird and Cole. Baird and Cole. And the four-player online co-op, which they announced, right? Yeah. So where where he plays Anya? When well, no, because I'm sure they'll like get separated and no. come back, and they'll, they'll change who the people are. In also, the group. Yeah. let's all keep in mind when as, Dom kills himself. As unfortunate as as it can often be, I believe a linguist once told me that the like evolution of our language originally the male version also served as the the male and you know the everybody version mm-hmm. of a word. So we can just call like, women bros then. Yeah, we can. I, th- I would I would be more than comfortable calling a couple girls I know bro. What's up, bro? That's fine. Well, <laughs> I'm like, sure they wouldn't be offended. As Beyonce says, a diva is a female version of a hustler. So ah, yes, of course. You're welcome. Let's quote that, that. epic, <laughs> that epic tune. <laughs> so Sean Carroll writes in, "Hey TRL guys, love the podcast. I have two questions for you. One is, how excited are you guys for Futurama coming back? And what exactly does Microsoft do to the 360 when you send it in?" Mm. <laughs> sweet, sweet love. Ah. <laughs> uh, I I love Futurama as these guys can tell you. But oh, I love it, but yeah. I don't know if it's going to be good because the the past three like made for the movies directed DVD movies yeah. were not very good at all. I mean, I I still enjoyed all. them. I got a, a I got a couple laughs out of them. They're but okay. Yeah, they're not. They should have been just the, shorts though. Yeah, yeah, it didn't really work as a long form type thing. I don't know. It's one of those things where like everybody gets fanboyish about something and thinks it's going to be so awesome. Yeah, and then it's, it's, you it's just, okay. You just, have great memories of something that was great. It doesn't mean it's going to continue to be great. No, it's still great when I watch reruns. Yeah, exactly. It does continue to At be At four great. in the morning with yep. cheese sauce all over my chest. <laughs> That's how you know you've had a good weekend. Salsa con queso, man. <laughs> we will not talk about that. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I love salsa con queso. Why is that We're going to talk about my vices. Oh, okay. Long, sorted history. Salsa con queso. Um, Daniel Daniel Franson says, Hello, as an avid listener listener of both Three Red Lights and GameScoop, I thought I'd pass on some download codes. Nope. Download codes (laughs) for Olu, my Xbox Live indie game. I mentioned it during the PAX Geeks podcast and figured I'd try to get a mention of it on the show as well as pass on a couple free copies to fellow listeners. Should we just read out the codes? Should we just read out the codes and just first come, first, first, serve? Come, first serve? Now, let's, what, how can we give these away? We should give these away. You guys have a uh, we should use email. Yeah. Do you guys have a podcast email? <laughs> we send them through the email? <laughs> no, do you have a podcast email address? We do. It's three. This is, this is how this, this person sent them in. Ah. 
Here's the thing. They also sent this to GameScoop, so we're going to preempt them. Oh, yeah. So yeah. you F need. F here's the thing. These codes might be gone if they are not given away before Damon gets to them on GameScoop this week. Yeah. So I don't know. How should we give them out? Should we just read them? This would be hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Let's just read them <laughs> off. <laughs> just read them. <laughs> Whoever gets them, gets them. You try them. If they're not there, they're not there. Too bad. If they're not there, go download the demo. What's Olu. this game called? O Olu. O-L-U. O-L-U. Anyway, here's the codes. Ready? TB8HP2TQRVFQFMJX4DDW8GWCM. That's the first one. <laughs> the second Jeez. one is... Dude, hold on, Mike. That was almost too fast for me. Wait, no, yeah, okay. no. Right, second, one, second, one. second one. Second one. MYJG2BCRJYRKQ28WBK3QQ2W83. <laughs> there you go. If you get them, you got them. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Creative Olu. We just ruined everything. <laughs> Is this game sweet? What's it about? I don't know. I like indie games. Yeah. Uh, but this guy who wrote in is apparently the president of Red Button Games. Yeah. I'm the master and commander of Claymera Corp as well. <laughs> master and commander. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Luke McCann writes in, hey, TRL. I've been starving myself of games lately because I have some pretty big exams coming up. I've decided that once they're over, I'm going to get three top quality games. I've already settled on Mass Effect 2 and Red Dead Redemption. Just wondering what you would suggest as a third game I should get for the first half of this year. So pretty much apart from the two I've mentioned, what would your favorite game so far this year? Bayonetta. This year? Oh, yeah, that was this year. Bayonetta is super good. Better than Final get, Fantasy? If you can get past that. Oh, I love Final Fantasy, but I would go... If you were playing on 360, just because I'm I'm very picky about the visual stuff... There's no difference. I know Ryan, there's Ryan's no, nuts. I know there's no difference. There's a difference in the um, movies, the CG cutscenes, <sighs> the pre-rendered stuff. You can tell. You can tell it's lower resolution. All I'm saying. All I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Bayonetta, both Bayonetta it's and Final Fantasy. It's the same resolution, just compressed more. Final Fantasy 13 are very so, good. Yeah, there. Uh, I would recommend. I don't know. What if I played this year? Battlefield's really good. Um, Splinter Cell's really good. Uh, Alan Wake, from what I've seen of it, looks really awesome. And that's coming. Really that's soon. coming soon. Oh my god! Is that yeah? When is that coming out? That went gold that's a while ago, right? It just went gold last week. Yeah. Super Street Fighter 4 is coming out really soon. Oh. If you haven't played the first Street Fighter, I would definitely go for that one. That's yeah. cool. Blaze Blue Continuum Shift. Next Blaze Blue comes out. If anyone cares? No, no, nobody, no cares. nobody cares about that. What? <laughs> you, liked, you liked the first Blaze Blue. It was fine. Yeah. yeah I, I'm not gonna recommend that one. I just recommended Super Street Fighter 4. Yeah. Whatever. I like Blaze Blue better. Blaze Blue Bledder. Is that what the sequel's called? Yeah, this is Blaze Blue <laughs> colon Bledder. <laughs> and uh, actually, I would recommend Just Cause 2 for a super, oh, super unknown Duh. super unknown game that you should rent and see if you really like. Because yeah. it is one billion hours of gameplay. It's so good. It, if As long as you can get by the, the terrible story. If you can get past the terrible elements, that game is a lot of fun. Terrible voice so. acting. <laughs> oh, Scorpio! So bad. <laughs> so bad. Obey the will of the people. <laughs> yeah, that, I've played a bunch of that game, and that it, game. it's pretty fun, but when uh, whenever it comes to a cutscene that I can't skip, I either leave the room or I just turn the whole game off. <laughs> that game, I can't play anymore! That game just makes me think I'm wasting my life when it comes to a cutscene. I can usually just be like, oh, video games, yeah, you know, fun stuff, and then the cutscene comes up, I'm like, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> so well, keep in mind that once you actually complete the main story, it um, you can just, like, do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. So It's never been done before. I completed the main story. No, I mean that idea. That's crazy. Uh, well, I know. I'm just saying that it's fun. So I don't know if like <laughs> that's uh, not a good thing. You want you want the game to automatically delete your save and shut down after you beat the story. 
I don't know if, if like, the old 308 <laughs> podcasts are, like, syndicated somewhere and we're, like, six months behind somewhere else in the world, which is entirely possible, seeing as how we are very, very popular are all on, around the world. Are we on Univision? But, but for some reason, we got several emails this week about a conversation we had probably a year ago what? about who would win in a fight, a shark versus an octopus. Oh, wow. That was a long time ago. That was a, were you on that podcast? No, but I heard about it. Yeah, it was a, that was a long time ago. Anyway, what? we got a few people wrote in. One with a, with a YouTube clip of a, sh- a shark getting eaten by an octopus. Is that from the Sci-Fi Channel or a real and one? And then an, uh, another one. I don't know. I'm not clicking on the links. <laughs> then another one. I did look at this one because it, it, has, it has photos of a crocodile eating a shark. What, so really? apparently in the in the... Grand scheme of things, of shark versus octopus, crocodile wins. Okay. Just, we just, <laughs> Nobody just, saw that one coming. <laughs> shark versus octopus. Okay, crocodile. <laughs> oh, man. So oh, when the, you're oh, playing, the world of video games. So when you're playing shark, octopus, crocodile to decide something. Yes. So always crocodile pick crocodile. Crocodile beats shark. Which beats octopus? No, which octopus beats shark. Beats, which octopus beats, beats shark. Which beats crocodile. We also got a lot of emails about uh, Don Cherry. Oh, yeah. And why he has the nickname Grapes. I feel semi-responsible. We have a lot of Canadian listeners. Yeah, hosers. Charles is not <laughs> Charles wait, is not here to hold it down for Canada. Does anyone have a pen? It's a little disappointing. No. Damn it. What are you trying to do? Did we, did we work that out right? Hold on now. If Crocodile beats Shark, <laughs> but yeah. Octopus also beats Shark. Also beats Shark. <laughs> oh, you can't play the game then. Yeah, it's not so really a game. It's crocodile really... doesn't automatically come out on top. It's it's level with octopus. Maybe, maybe. So really, what we should be saying is crocodile versus octopus is the is the That's thing the we should be That's the new competition. All right, versus Don Cherry, versus Don Cherry, <laughs> versus all of versus Canada. Scorpio, versus Scorpio, Scorpio. Yeah, Don Cherry is uh, hilarious. I remember he came up because of the Olympics, where he popped on screen in like yep. a cloud of green smoke, like the Wizard of Oz. And then flew off in a hot air balloon, and all the American na- announcers were just cracking up. We've just been sore here in the U.S. ever since Canada won the gold. Yeah, remember when they booed Crosby in his home stadium? In your face. <laughs> <laughs> Ian Troutman. Apparently that's a real last name, Troutman. Like says, the fish. Like the fish, but but a man. So. Troutman versus octopus. So now it's Troutman versus octopus versus, versus crocodile. crocodile. Versus Don Cherry. <laughs> yeah, it's like the fish except a man. That was the best line today. Like, like the fish man. You know, it's probably just his family descended from a fish trout, village or from something. Trout. Like, you know. His family descended from trout. No, a fishing village. Like, well, maybe I'm like a, to this guy, a town. I'm, I'm like a town that yeah, did a lot of. He's clay man. And this is Trout Man. Yeah. So your so family, maybe, your, maybe we're related. No, seriously, your descendants were probably potters. We're man. probably clay. No, potters. He's calling me dirt. Jeez, come on. <laughs> Think like about the logic man. of it. Well, I am. Anyway, Ian writes in. I just downloaded the new dashboard update, and as soon as the Xbox 360 restarted, and I got into a game, I received the lights. Oh. I, I've had my 360 longer than all my friends, but as Hillary said, "quote It will fail. Maybe not today. Maybe not tomorrow. But it will fail." I bought my Xbox 360 the night of midnight launch of Halo 3, so it's lived an outstanding 2.5 years. Bam. Please give me a moment of silence. And there it was. <laughs> but Ben Davis counters I don't know. Did that, that was more like a breath of silence. Well, you know. That wasn't really a, a lot moment. of 360s. You, know what, you want All a longer right. moment of silence, Ian Troutman, pause the podcast right then, <laughs> and it's as long as you want. Cover your ears. <laughs> it's as long as you want. 
<laughs> I just want to go home. <laughs> Turn off the podcast, and then it goes forever. Sit in a dark room by yourself. All right, we we got to wrap this up. Yeah, uh, we got, got stuff to do. I don't, but um, oh, sorry, I didn't realize that would make so much noise. Stop smacking. Oh, we had a lot of. Uh, we got to close this out with Bob Bell. Um, oh. is Bob Bell around? No, I don't. Uh, no, I don't know. I haven't been here. Oh, for Bob any. Bell's over. Is that Bob Bell over there? What Click in up. the in the Staples box? Is there actually anything? Can in you there? open that Staples box? Man? <laughs> oh, Bob oh, Bell! I hear back. something. <laughs> so Bob Bell. Oh, this hasn't been out. I haven't even met Bob Bell. That's Bob Bell. That's cool. Anyway, uh, hi Bob. A lot, of, a lot of support Hello. for Bob Bell has been has come in this past week. Keep it coming. Bob Bell needs all your votes. He's he's running for God of the I Universe. I don't quite understand where we're voting. He, Bob Bell is running for whatever will whoever whatever God office of will universe. take him. He's going to try to work up towards God of the Universe. Okay. What is he on right now? Uh, he's running for like PTA <laughs> membership, not even a chairman. All right. All right. So one last one last thing. Uh, Joseph Woodhull wrote in to Mr. Eric Brudvig. Ooh. I noticed your Twitter icon says, I like cake. I've been saying that for years. Are we brothers? I certainly hope so. What's his last name? Woodhull. No. Brudvig. No, established. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not at all close. What does Brudvig mean? Uh, it means like a bridge over a fjord. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> a bridge over a fjord. Didn't expect an answer for that one, did you? No, I didn't. I, I really didn't think you would it's have a, It's from a town. There's a town uh, in Norway. Hmm. You know what Clayman means? Named Bruvik, actually. This little guy is made out of clay. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> you know what Trout Man means? You, your family, you have pot, you have potter blood. It's like Swamp Man, Swamp Thing. <laughs> it's like Swamp Man, yeah. It's Trout Man. It's like Aquaman. I don't know if you've heard of him. He, I know Aquaman. We're actually, I'm familiar with his like, works, his collective he's works. He's a comic book superhero, we're actually Trout Man. Yeah, we're, we're related. <laughs> My uncle is actually Aquaman. <laughs> I'm unfortunately Clayman. It's not quite as exciting. Your powers is that you communicate with small rocks. Yeah, <laughs> they don't. They don't talk much. Yeah. All right. I think can you can you find Bob Bell on uh, various social networking sites? You can find Bob Bell on Twitter. He's the real Bob Bell or something like that. Uh huh. Um, he's he on, on there. He's he he tweets every now and then. He dings. Well, Ryan's yawning, so I guess we're done. I thought Bradvik just said we were done anyway. Besides me yawning. Well. But, uh, yeah, so anyway, please write in to 3redlights at IGN.com. All one word, no numbers in there. We're probably going to be off for an extended period of time, as usual. <laughs> Bet you didn't see that one coming. <laughs> we won't be back for a long you guys, time. You but, guys uh, are a train wreck with your consistency. There's, there's not one happening next week. There's not one happening the week after. <laughs> <laughs> there's... May or may not there's, be one the week after that. There's but, but definitely, definitely not one for the next two weeks. There's definitely sure. not yeah. one for the next two we weeks. We should do one from um that event that we can't talk about. Oh, yeah. We could do one. It would yeah, be a two red lights. Dave and I are going to be out of town. We might be able to pull in like a video guy. We could get Eric Hart on there. Oh, yeah. Might want to do, do a, like a, a, video. a travel video podcast. <laughs> we should do a video red lights. Video red lights. Three. Three. Video. A video phone. Sorry. <laughs> We're done. Goodbye. <laughs>
Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.